Hello, hello. Welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Liam Crow. Now, today, my friends, I want to talk about loneliness. And not just your average loneliness. I'm talking about the kind that is filled with nothing but despair, hopelessness, darkness, and isolation. Now, this kind of loneliness is palpable. It's almost tangible, as if it's something right next to you, and yet it's not there at the same time. For some reason, in addiction, we sit there and we feel alone. I know I did. Most of the guys that I spoke to in rehab, they told me the same thing. They didn't think anyone else was going through and experiencing the same things that they were. Now, this is kind of silly to think because we all know rehabs exist. We know that AA, NA, CA, all of those exist. But for some reason, our brain likes to sit there and trick us that no one understands. No one knows what we're really going through. And it's silly to think because if no one did, why would those places even exist? Well, it's kind of easy whenever we really think about it. Whenever you think of loneliness, what exactly comes to mind? I know for me, it's just the feeling of no one's around. In fact, if you actually Google define loneliness, it'll say to be feeling alone, especially sad. So loneliness is not just not having anyone around, it's the active form of mourning for something that doesn't exist, or at least doesn't seem to exist. Now, if we look back and take an inventory, if you will, we'll find that we actually had a lot of people around, whether they were other users, drinkers, friends, family any of that. The problem is, we felt alone. We felt lonely. And this kind of loneliness, like I said earlier, is full of despair and hopelessness. Whatever we're experiencing, it seems that no one understands. And for pretty much all of us, what really happened is that we did try to tell people what was going on. We did try to open up. We tried to get it out in the open so that other people might be able to hear and help. The problem, though, is that no one really understood what we were going through. We could tell them, yeah, it's, I'm going through a tough time. I'm struggling, this, that, and the other. But whenever we think about it, no one likes a negative Nancy. So... We end up either pushing those people away because we're being honest and open, or we just close people off because no one cares. Now, you can say that you cared for someone that was an addiction, and maybe you did. Maybe you do right now. But the thing is, whenever they're not heard and understood, no one can change their mind that they have friends and family on their side. 
Whenever we're in active addiction, the world seems to turn against us. And by turning against us, we have to put up a big old wall and not let anyone in. And those that we try to let in, those that we would open up to, would either disappear or just seem to not really care. Nowadays, whenever you say hello to someone, it usually comes off in the form of, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? You doing all right? Blah, 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 blah. And everyone gives the same damn answer. It's going good. You know, living the dream. Which, that by the way, is just code word for kill me. But whenever we sit there and that's all we do. The social norm of just saying it's good. Just so that day-to-day business can continue without any kind of hindrance. It's draining, and not only that, it takes people out of being authentic with themselves and others. Whenever you are unauthentic, especially to yourself, it's just a giant injustice to you and to others. But remember, we tried to tell people what was going on We try to tell them how it's really going. But because we're in active addiction, everything is not going good. And so whenever we tell someone this, they either think we're over-exaggerating or we're just trying to get sympathy or empathy. And maybe those last two, we are trying to get something out so that we can tell that someone cares. But whenever you just follow those social norms of, hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Like, that's so surface-level inauthentic that why even bother? One of the things that... One of the things that I've learned in recovery is that you have to be authentic. You have to be authentic to yourself and to others but on the flip side of that with others this social norm does require us to wear a mask now one of the problems with that is that after you wear a mask for long enough your skin will grow around it and it's not you but now it is a part of you in addiction we wore many masks. We had to sit there and blend in like a chameleon in any and all situations. We did this because it was easier to get by. It was easier to be invisible without anyone batting a second eye. So in recovery, you actually will find that people are honest and open. Maybe not all the time due to social norms, But the thing is with that is they go to meetings, they can talk to other addicts and alcoholics, and they can open up and tell it is how it really is. We do this and we can do this because we know if we bottle everything up again, 
It's just going to lead back to the same situations, the same feelings, the same things that brought us into addiction and what was going on during our addiction. Now, it's not to say that we can't open up to anyone else that is not an addict or alcoholic. However, a lot of us have trust wounds. We have these because we let people into our little village over the moat, through the wall, and they burn it down. They kind of do this for multiple reasons. Maybe they don't even realize that they're doing it. But whenever it happens, it just leaves us to think, I was right. I never should have trusted that person. What's wrong with me? Everyone I let in just tries to destroy my village. So whenever we let enough people in and nothing good comes out of it, we decide that that wall is best for our, well, ourself. Now, the problem with that is, of course, now you have this giant wall, this big old moat that no one can get through. You won't let people in because you're still rebuilding from the last person. However, part of recovery is actually learning how to rebuild that and let people back in. It's not easy, but for those of you that do have a hard time trusting someone, just Think about this. If you drive your car and you go to work, go to friends, anything, on the road, you're actually exercising a ton of trust. Whether you know it or not, you're trusting not only yourself, but you're trusting that others are going to do the right thing. And of course, it goes without saying that with this, you're still going to have people that don't care about anyone else or themselves and that is apparent however we learn to trust little by little and we can actually open up and tell it how it is because we have to do this without it it'll act as a poison that does nothing more than just poison the mind and body and make it wither away so Next time you see someone and you ask them how it's going, maybe be real about it. If they give you the normal runaround of, oh, you know, it's going, it's going good, same old, same old, stop them and actually just be like, no, nah, like, for real, how's it going? How are you really doing? This is how we will get over the loneliness. Again, in addiction, we feel so alone until we go to a treatment center and hear everyone else's stories, their experiences. Then we can actually really relate to them. We can sit there and say, I know that feeling. I was just there. I was there yesterday. That's how I felt at the beginning. So with this comes community with this comes unity bonds that are tempered and forged without really much effort because for once someone understands for once there are people out there like me 
that sit there and struggle with the same things. So if you know someone in addiction, let them know that they are loved and ask them how they're really doing. And whenever they unload on you, take it and just be a good friend. It doesn't take much, an ear, a shoulder. Don't give advice unless they ask for it. But little by little, we learn how to trust again and we learn how to not be so lonely. But it comes through a lot of hard work and just having people that are willing to understand and listen. So with this, I'm going to leave this episode here. And until I see y'all next time, Sean.